The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. everybody welcome to the jimmy star show with ron russell bringing you the best in good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment don't do that don't be a jerk come on get up get up get up it's showtime what's up everybody we got a great show for you today it's going to be a lot of fun come on ron don't do that come on Ugh. chad he's just unbelievable he's so silly What's up with the man I'm, behind the boards mr I'm chad murphy silly. what's going on jimbo somebody wake up ronnie Hey, this boring oh, show. I, I was like, before, after it, and during it. Ugh. Anyway, like, we have like I don't know, two million people like looked at the last one. <laughs> they're boring. They're, meanwhile, I'm petting my dog underneath the table. Hey now, my Sherry. What's up, everybody? Brandy, Brandy's here. Uh, Chad is here. Brandy's here. Shazam is someplace in the house. What's up, chat room? We want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK from the UK. Cindy Lady Lakes, Lady Lake Jen. Goddess, what's up, Goddess? Meow. Rebels in the house. Um, Irish Ginger's in the house from the Irish Ginger Show. What's up, everybody? We hope everybody had a great week and everything is going good. We got a fun show for you today. We have the writer and star of the new horror movie, The Horde, which actually is like the number 10th most popular movie on iTunes right now. And we also have Vernon Wells. And you guys remember him. He was the bad guy in Mad Max 2. And, uh, and look at the, and here's Brandy. Say hi, Brandy. Bark. Roof, roof. <laughs> so, um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to take up some time before then. So let me introduce Ron properly now that he's awake. And here's my cool, outrageous co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I don't talk no more. Yeah, you do. Come on. I not talk the English. I not talk on this crummy show. I play with my dog. Yeah, and the dog loves it. Everybody's talking to him in the chat room how cute she is. She's the best. Better <laughs> than the Jimmy and the Donald. <laughs> She's beautiful. What's up, Brandy? Hello. Brandy's almost out of her heat, everybody, so it's working oh, good. Oh, please. It's been a nightmare. He, she's a nymphomaniac, and he's a night, and he's like, I don't know, a rapist or something. He Listen. He follows her around, sniffing away, and then if he ignores her, she goes after him and entices him. You have to watch the game they play. These little bitchy dogs know how to entice a male dog. She's sexy. She rolls over on her back. She spreads her legs. She smiles. I mean, what is this nonsense? <laughs> Gotta said just like her. <laughs> Goddess, 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 we love you. I You're love fabulous, you. Goddess. You got to get back on Twitter because I haven't seen you tweeting at all. I tweeted some stuff to you, so you have to get on Twitter. Goddess is busy. I want to know the dirt, Goddess. I got to get the dish, Goddess. You met a nice guy. What happened to the guy you with for like 50 years? He's out? No, she didn't meet a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, she did. She met a very nice guy. She had drinks with him, and she may see him again. Maybe that was her boyfriend. 
No, not her boyfriend. This is a strange man. Goddess, that's not your boyfriend, right, Trampette? <laughs> she's got this new one. I, th- I think he's young. She's got, okay. she's becoming she's a, she's co- a goddess. Come on, type it in. She's not typing anything. Who's like, the no. go- she says no. Yeah, you wrote it on Facebook. You met this nice, sweet guy. You spent an evening with him, and you may see him again. It's in Facebook. I've got it in print. You can't deny it. Cindy says a strange man, but she's saying no. That must have been her boyfriend. I don't want to get I you in trouble. It. I don't want to get Goddess <laughs> in trouble. I'm just making it up, Goddess. Wrote, it's he's not a German true. man. He's a German man, but it's not a romantic interest, probably. Oh, that's what I think she said. He was German. Yes, that's right. He was German because she loved the knockwurst. She's wonderful. And she had, she had knockwurst. And that Dave night. Hughes said she's talking about him. <laughs> Who? Dave. Oh, Dave. Dave. You, yeah. gotta love Why, Dave. you got You got knockwurst, Dave? <laughs> She was. She really wanted to go out with a Polak and have kibasa, but she's satisfied with the knockwurst. <laughs> I don't want to talk dirty in front of this dog because it makes the dog Cindy horny. Cindy says says he wishes, and Dave is laughing. So, uh, what's up, everybody? We hope everybody's no, really, having a good day. Don't talk dirty in front of Brandy because it makes her crazy, and then she's going to attack. Yeah, we Shazam. don't want her like like oh, screw. We don't want to wind her up again and get her hot. She'll bang Shazam to death. My little innocent girl. She was raped by that big dirty brute. He took advantage of her, oh, and he she loved every minute of it. <laughs> she loved every minute of she it. She was smiling, and you're going, ah, ah, ah. So, Chad, what's up? How are you? Doing well. Singing my life away and working here at the studio. No complaints on my end. So, can you tell us, what's the weather like in Florida? It's hot. I tell you, Jimmy, it's hot, and it's humid, and uh, we're finally starting to get a lot of thunderstorms and rain because the ponds were sinking, the grass was turning yellow, but uh, God has stepped in and blessed us with some water. Thank God. Oh, that's. I wish you'd step in and give us some heat up here. It's so freaking cold. I'll start blowing now. It's 45 degrees last night. It's been cold. Really? Since we got back from Palm Springs, it's been freezing here. I mean, really cold. We wear coats. One night I wore my feathered coat. You know, the the Ralph Lauren, what do you call those coats? Down jacket. Down jacket coat. It was so. Why? I'm not even looking at the camera. I'm so involved with my dog. Hi, camera. It's freaking cold here. It's cold here. I cannot wait to move to Palm Springs where it's always hot. This dog weighs a lot, and she's getting comfortable to fall asleep, and my arm is getting numb. Pretty cute. She's adorable. Isn't she the best? Pretty cute. Like Benji. So much. Everybody. Yeah, like Benji, you're right. Ron even bought Benji the other day at the store. Everyone, he was like, this looks like our dog. <laughs> everyone listening to me, if you feel down and low and I don't know, lost, and you need something in your life, go rescue a dog. They give you such love that it fills your heart. You're never lonely. You're never sad. And they make you laugh. And if they're nymphomaniacs like this one, you have to, like, you know, monitor them and say, okay, tramp, that's enough. You got banged 12 times today. It's enough. Leave the poor man alone. (laughs) And she never leaves you alone. It doesn't matter where you go. She follows you everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. She's just. You're in the bathroom. She actually, like, if you don't have the door actually clicked, she pushes the door in to come and hang out with you. That's right. And you have to be careful because she's underfoot. I've tripped down the stairs a few times. I've tripped on her in my bedroom. Mistaken her for a rug a few times. Well, no, she, yeah, all could, could in the bathroom. We have a bathroom rug that looks right. like her. But you can trip, but they're just wonderful. Please rescue a pet. No doubt. And yes, pet Goddess, dog. we are going to get her fixed. We have to wait for her to finish going through heat. Yeah, she's, she's got to finish heat. <laughs> I don't know how long it's supposed to last, but I think hers is lasting exceptionally long. You see, long. because the people that owned her that didn't want her were breeding her because she's a pedigree dog quite expensive i understand these puppies go for like three four thousand dollars they were making good money then she caught heart disease 
And they cannot breed a dog with heart disease and sell you a puppy that's got heart disease. Heartworm. Heartworm, I'm sorry. So they threw her out. Like garbage. Goodbye, pussy. It ain't working anymore. Goodbye. So she's getting treated for heart disease, and then next week she'll, uh, by next week she should be able to go in and get the, uh, get neutered. neutered. Is that what we call it? Yeah. Get fixed. And the heartworm disease is going to be gone, and she's going to be fine. She's going to go live her. in the desert with us. Yes, yeah, because my love for her cures her. She feels my love. She knows daddy wants her to be beautiful and strong. Give me those lips, Mary. Ooh, she doesn't really lick back yet too good. Yeah, I'm glad. I hate those little mutts that lick you all over. They lick their asses and they lick you. Yeah. It's gross. I see all these old ladies. That let God the dog. says she has to wait over a month, so we might not be able to get her fixed for a month. Yeah. Well, I know. We're going uh, to the vet, so we'll have to talk to them. You ever see. see the old ladies? They, the dog licks its box and ass, and then the old ladies put, let the dog put their tongue in their mouth. I guess. I Ooh, yeah. that was good, Chad. <laughs> Chad, you're getting with the program. Right? I love that. I think that's hilarious. I, I'm Shazam have... is always like doing stuff to her, and then he wants to come over and like kiss everybody, and we're like, no, not right now. I get... <laughs> oh, I say point blank. Hey, pussy breath, beat it. No way. <laughs> you got pussy breath. No, 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 no. El tuna, el tuna. <laughs> <laughs> el tuna. No, not really. That's not nice. That's that. I I apologize to women. Women don't smell like tuna. They smell like caviar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they don't sm You know, men smell the same. I got news for you. If a man doesn't shower, he's not exactly a cologne bottle. He smells. Let's make fun of men that smell. Penal smell. Pee-pee smell. Or balls smell. Sour balls. I've heard so many women say that men's testicles smell like beer. That's because they pee all over themselves when they drink a lot of beer. <laughs> So there you go, girls. Touche. One up. Frig those guys. And you can only learn these things from the wonderful Jimmy Starks. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Donald Trump? I mean, I'm so bored with the Donald Trump thing. But I am furious. Some jerk put on Facebook Donald Trump's mom with an outrageous hairdo. Don't do that. That's his mother. Have a little respect for age, for, for somebody's mom. You know, she's not running for office. And whatever crazy shit he's doing, she's not doing it. Don't make a fool out of this woman. How disrespectful are you? Because when he does become president, and I believe he will, everybody's going to look stupid because now you made fun. Like they call Hillary Clinton a dyke. They're all running around now. Her girlfriend came forward. She got love letters. She's a dyke. She's a dyke. She's a dyke. What happens if she becomes president? Then what are you going to do after everybody said she was a dyke? You're going to say, well, now she's a president. She went straight. She's not a dyke anymore. No, she took she's a magic be a dyke pill. President. But that's no good because the rest of the world's not so understanding, especially those people with the, those Arab people that wrap up in all that rigs. They hate gay people. They kill you. They'll kill her because she, because she's a lesbian. I mean, well, they you know, don't want to do business with her, that's for sure. You got to stop this crap, America. We look like idiots. We look like fools. Stop this shit on Facebook. Uh, you know, demeaning Donald Trump. If you don't like him, don't vote for him. Well, don't demean your, Hillary either. Your stupidity is not going to change anyone else's mind from voting for him. Those that want to vote for him will. And let them. Let the card, let the chips fall where they may. You know, but Bernie you Sanders won like Oregon. Who? Bernie Sanders won some state yesterday. I don't no, know. no, Donald won it. Donald won. Well, they're uh, in different categories. Oregon. He won Oregon. He won Oregon. So did Bernie Sanders. Yeah, but Bernie Sanders is a hundred. If he drops dead, the vice president's going to take over. And if the vice president is another asshole like Bush was, we're in trouble. At least Trump is young. He's crazy, and and he's nuts. And I think we need a nut in in in, 
in office. We need somebody with guts that's going to say, hey, listen, ISIS, fool around with us and we're going to kill you. Don't you dare even think you're going to bomb New York City, his hometown, or, or all the other crap that's going on with the, with the manufacturing offshore. I agree with what he says. I'm not voting this year because I don't like anybody, so I'm not voting. We also want to give a shout out to Clara who just joined us in the chat room. What's up, chat room? We hope everybody is having a good week. Happy Hump Day. Happy Jimmy Star Show Day. Um, we're going to have a, a lot of cool stuff coming up. We're going to play some new music today from new people that have music coming out. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Ron has got the dog. So if you're tuning in right now, you, if you hit the ITV button on W4CY.com and you actually see, uh, see us sitting here, you see that that's Brandy. Brandy, but she does smell a tuna. Smell over here. I'm not smelling her. Smell. She does... I, I mean, why does she smell like tuna? And also, Ken Pettigrew's in the house. What's up? Ken Pettigrew's in the house. Ken. Say hi to Ken. Hi, Ken. Brandy, you got a lousy breath. This mutt's got a bad breath. Got to brush your teeth. Laugh out loud. She's so cute. Look how cute. She and likes to snuggle like that, where she like sticks her head in between, like on, in your, well, by your you neck. Well, you know, people that are abused snuggle too. And animals are no different than people. If you've been abused and unloved and tortured and, and made pain, given lots of pain, when you meet someone that's good and kind and gentle, you adore them. Everybody that's said, how I got Jimmy. He was abused. <laughs> he was laying in the street. He had rats eating him. And that's I right. walked by and I said, oh, you poor man, come and live with me. And I brought him home and I fed him. And I shot the rats that were, you know, stick, stuck to him. <laughs> and Jimmy is so grateful that he loves me. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's laughing, too, in the chat room. Because I took care of him. That's right. You did. Look at and this and baby. And we're married. Look at how I cute I mean, she look is. at this baby. Go out now and get a dog, folks. Go to the rescue in your town. Look at the one you want. Bring it home. And then say, Ron, you are so right. That's right, everybody. So check it out. And if you guys have dogs... uh um, nothing like a pet. Nothing like a pet. You're right. They're always happy to see you, which I like a lot, that nothing they're always like happy to set you. Your kids may abandon you. They may turn out to be sons of bitches and bastards, but your pet never will. Always happy to see you. Look at how she just sits, too. She's like a TV dog, like Benji. I mean, She's going to be just my, like Benji. My, my children, I, I, I raise my children like I raise my pets. When Deirdre comes to this house, I say, jump, and I give her a cookie. <laughs> yeah. And she waggles her legs and she goes... Uh, doo, doo, I venture doo, to doo, think doo, doo, she would like disagree. <laughs> They're laughing though in the chat room. So there you go. You got to love it. Um, all right, everybody. So here's what we got going on. What What do we um, have going on? First, I have gossip to tell. And oh, I do you? I forgot my gossip. That's okay. So you oh, Lainey, Lainey Kazan, my buddy, turned 76 years old. She looks fabulous. Uh, Lainey and I are the same age. I'll be... Well, 50 again next week. But, you know, I'll be like Lainey's age. She's, she's like a week <laughs> older than I am. And we're both from Brooklyn. And we both have the same personalities. Lainey Kazan is... It's Ron's the, birthday is next week on Thursday. Oh, don't even mention it. Uh, Lainey Kazan is the gal who played the mom in my fat, big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, it's cool. She's cool. I love she's her. She's been on the show several times. She's coming on again. I love her. She's one of my sweetest friends in the world. Yay! Also, you guys. So, oh, what's going on with my Angie Voigt, Angie Jolie, and Brad Pitt? What the hell is Angie doing? I wish I could reach her to say to her, eat pasta, gain some weight, you know, get your ass and tits back so Brad will love you again. 
I mean, he's looking at a skeletal woman who's nuts. She's behaving like a crazy woman. I'm worried about her. She's a bit suicidal, you know. And I'm really worried about Angie. I hope she just doesn't flip her out and she does something stupid. Actually, lots of people are getting flipped out. I, I read a thing about Jake Lloyd, who's the, the Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars. Like, he's in a psychiatric uh, institution. They put him from jail to a psychiatric institution to cure him from, like, depression or something. You know what it is? Oxycodone and all that other shit. The, what do they call them? Copos? Something? Copo drugs or something? I don't know. They have a weird name for them. Everybody's on a painkiller, a mood elevator, and it's screwing up your who you really are. And when a little bit of problem comes along, you take three or four more pills to ease the pain, and you don't solve the problem. You just become a slurring, skinny idiot. Well, I love you. Don't leave me. I love you. See my dog. <laughs> and that's what they. That's how they talk. What did I do? I didn't do anything to you. You fuck. Go ahead. Go and leave me. I don't care. Stupid idiots. They throw everything away. Children, lives, careers. For what? Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad, just you know, like on I, South Park. Just have a couple of drinks. That'll put you away. There you go. So we're going to take a quick music break, everybody. Um, uh, this song comes out on June 3rd. It's Tito Jackson. The name of the song is Get It, Baby. It's uh, yeah, Meanwhile, it's, it's wrecking the world. It took off like a friggin' rocket. Nobody expected it. We knew it was going to go, but not like this to this extent. I mean, it's really it's shocking everybody. Yeah, so we we uh, we got it coming out. It, it features Big Daddy Kane. It's the number one downloaded song in the UK. It's getting lots of airplay on on uh, commercial all, radio all over in the, the United, United States. States. Every time I turn on something, I hear it. And so it's a it's great amazing. song. Uh, it'll be available June third. Chad, you got that ready? I got it. All right, everybody. Here's "Get It, Baby" by Tito Jackson, featuring Big Daddy Kane. Just listen.
notice And I can't describe what your inner glow is Shaking it so the men to notice And trust all eyes on her when she throws it Ain't seen a this stick since Jennifer Lopez And I'm taking it in doses Sitting there looking centerfoldish Feeling me mind, then expose it Girl, you're not just around the way thought What you got just a little too hot I see your plot, really though Chicks been video fixings Getting low friction till the dough kicks in But you, you get a pass with that Looking all kind of mean and designer jeans now Back it up like time machine, come on Everybody, that's Get It Baby. It comes out June 3rd. It's available for pre-order right now. And uh, like I said, it's like the it's at the top of the iTunes charts uh, in the UK for most pre-ordered songs. And it's getting lots of radio airplay. So please call, request it at your favorite station. It's awesome. And if this doesn't get your ass shaken, you're dead. That was a good one. I liked it. Hey, Jimbo, your guest calling in at uh, 45 after rent. It's yes, a, it's, a good, it's, a good, it's a good song. Why is somebody calling now? No, I'm just talking behind the scenes. No. Oh, okay. It's a good yeah. song, and I'm not a lover of rap, as everybody knows. And this one doesn't bother me because he seems to be doing it with the music very well. So I'm almost tolerating the rap part, but I love the song. I love the music. And there's two versions. There's one without the rap. You yeah, the, I'm preferring the one without the rap. Look, Brandy's got my hairdo. We both have the same hairdo. Look, spiked up and crazy. Mine looks like Betty Grable, 1945. Look at my... Sp- my so wait, wait, girl. Chad. So tell me what. So our get one of the guests called in already. No, he's just texting on on Skype. Okay, okay, gotcha. I'm thinking you look like who? Betty Grable. Yeah, you don't know who Betty Grable is. I think is. you look yeah. more like the like an older Flash Gordon. Well, yeah, oh, he likes that. that, that I love. That. <laughs> but I, I was being cute with the Betty Grable oh, because okay. she wore her hair in a pompadour like this in 1945. Yep. You know, I was in love with her. Believe it or not. When I was a wee little child, I used to tell my mother, when I grow up, I want to marry Betty Grable. Then when I was about eight, I said, when I grow up, I want to sing on a Jeep and be Betty Grable. I don't get it. Well, there it is. At it in drag as Betty Grable. That's all dull today. (laughs) Dull people. Brandy, make a joke. Anyway. so Oh, Chad, that was you. That was me, not your dog. For a minute, I thought that was the dog. So what does everybody out there think of my new coiffure? Am I too old to wear my hair to the side in these huge spikes, which everybody seems to be doing? It's kind of like, uh, what's his name? The one on in the cartoons, uh, Dagwood. Dag- oh, Bumps, from Bum- Blondie. Blondie from and Blondie. Dagwood. Remember how Dagwood's hair came out in the front like spears? That's the look now. So I, I figured, I figured I'll screw it. If I'm too old, I don't give a shit. No way, I think it looks, looks awesome. Cool. Chad, it I, looks I cool, right? What do you guys cool. think in the chat room? He looks yeah. cool, right? You know, I, I'm nuts, so I get away with anything. That's right. If I was like sophisticated and professor like, like, good day, my friends. This is the Jimmy Star Show, and I'm Ron Russell here to bring you the news, <laughs> you could the still weather, do it. <laughs> and bullshit. You know, and I couldn't wear my hair like this. But when I open a show, it's sleeping, and I hate you, and get out of my face. Can wear your hair they like love it this. in the chat room. They say they love it. My yeah, hair looks hip. good. I think right? I'm gonna wear it like this. Fuck everybody. If they don't like it, let them lump it. You know, they want you to look like an old man. The minute you get over fifty, you're supposed to look like somebody's grandfather. Screw you. My friend Perry Winkler will be ninety-five in August. She wears fishnet stockings, high heels, and 
head gorgeous. She's like a showgirl. What? We're supposed to look old to make other people happy and comfortable? No, darlings. Look as young as you can and be forever young because if you're young on the outside, you keep your insides young and you don't die so soon. Yes. But when you, you look fabulous. When you dress like an old fart and you act like an old fart and you think like, oh, my life is over. It's all behind me. Now I just have to sit here and wait. Wait for what? The Grim Reaper? Get over it, folks. Get up and get up and get out and get laid. Sex is so important. If you have a lot of sex at my age, you're, everything moves. You know, things at my age sort of rust, get rusty and they slow down. They get clogged. Have sex. A lot of sex. You see how the valves open, the tubes open, the clogs go away, and you're back to young. Look, ask, ask Goddess. She'll tell you how sex keeps her young. She's goddess is 83 and look at her. She looks wonderful because she got, does a lot of sex. <laughs> is that true? Goddess? Is that true? Goddess? You're 83. No, she's not going to say yes. <laughs> she, said, she, she did say she got her afternoon delight and it was delish. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Goddess. You should be a comic. I wish we were closer. We'd put you on the show. If we were still in Florida, we would have put you on for a couple of days, a couple of times. Anyway, that's yeah, funny. It was delish. That's cute. Cute. So you're going to tell Actually, me though, about Goddess it? didn't write that, though. Chad did. Oh, what? Oh, did you write that, Chad, or did Goddess write guess that? Goddess. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I didn't Chad see that. It must have gone by. Chad doesn't do the nasty. <laughs> sure he does. No, he doesn't. No, no, no. A convent. Chad and his girlfriend, they lay in bed. They put a sheet between them. They cut a hole in the sheet, and that's how they do it. Wow. He <laughs> sticks it through the hole in the sheet, and then whatever happens, happens. I'm actually going to try that. <laughs> this, no, but seriously, no. Wait a minute, Chad. This is this is what uh, Hasidic Jewish people do. Oh. The seeds do this. <laughs> They're not allowed to touch skin. Really? Well, really? They drill a hole. Drill. They cut a hole they in drill a hole. <laughs> <laughs> With what tool? They don't drill. A hole. <laughs> All they right. Cut a hole in the sheet. His penis through the sheet. I hope he has a big penis because if he has a little penis, he ain't going anywhere. But if he has a big schlong, he sticks it through the hole in the sheet, and I think she does whatever, and they must never touch. Yes, the Has wow. Hasidim do this. They're, they're rabbis. It's part of their, their religion, their culture. Just like she has to shave her head so no man can look at her and see her as beautiful or desirable. The, the, her gorgeous hair is gone and she's balding. I know a lot about the Jewish fate. I was a hairdresser in Forest Hills, which is primarily Jewish, like 100% Jewish, for years. So I learned everything from my customers. Love Jewish people. I've said that a million times anyway. Love them. My favorite people. I'm glad that Donald Trump's not putting a wall up around them <laughs> or throwing them out of the country. You gotta love it. What oh, you if he do. threw, if he threw the if Donald Trump, Trump threw all the Jews out. We wouldn't have any doctors, dentists, lawyers. We'd be in some pickle. We wouldn't have movies. We wouldn't have movies. Hollywood would be gone. And the Jewish people are so involved with everything. They're just a genius people. That's why I wanted Jimmy to be Jewish. I know he's very disappointed. That when I'm I found not out he was Irish, I thought <laughs> Irish. You know, Jewish. <laughs> Jewish is nice, but Irish is nice too. But I like Jewish better. There you go. What are you gonna do? Hey, I can't help it, you guys. That's the way. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, but Jews make money. Irish, I don't know, but Jews make money. I don't know a Jew that didn't make money. All my friends that are Jewish have tons of money. Tons. Okay. Chad, are you Irish? I don't know what I am, but I do have the last name Murphy. 
my dad was adopted, so I don't know. I think and and his real my dad's real name was Toll, so I think that's what Scandinavian or something. Ron would know what's Toll. Scandinavian, definitely, absolutely Swedish, uh, Danish. Toll like Jethro Toll. <laughs> No, I, I would say by your features, you look like Sonia Henney, the ice skater woman. What? Yeah, you remember Ice Hunt Sonia Henney? She had your nose and your face. You could be Sonia Henney's son. Or as a man, like she oh. she's female, she, she, she doesn't say you look like a woman. She, no, I didn't <laughs> meanwhile, don't don't you know lose your heart on. I didn't mean that. It went down. No. Sonia Henney was a famous ice skater of the 1930s. She was an Olympic star, Olympic skating winner. She won every friggin' medal. She was unbeatable, unbelievable. And you look like you could be Sonia Henney's son. You have her nose, which is a Swedish turned-up little nose. You don't have a big hunker. You have a little nose. Your features and your eyes. I always thought you looked like Sonia Henney, but I didn't want to blow your skirt up by telling you that, so I never did. Thank you. You didn't want to blow I your just, skirt up, Chad. I just did it. I just did it now on the air. Get a picture of Sonia Henny and look. It's a compliment. Just put a beard on her and, and she could look like you. You're a good look. You're very handsome, Chad. You're extremely handsome. Is and you're nice and big built. You know, you're, you're butch looking. You're hunky looking. It's is nice. That, is that her right there on the ITV? We can't see because for some reason see. it's spinning and spinning for oh. us. So Sonia Henny, blonde, platinum blonde, she's cut the cutest little turned up nose and your round eyes. I mean, she looks like you. Okay. And I'm not bullshitting you. So you're Swedish because she's from Sweden and she's 100% Swedish. All right, you guys. So here's the next thing. But Check wait, out. Sonia oh. Henny, my friend Bobby Denard skated with her years ago. Bobby Denard and, and what was it Button, a, a, a Button, Dick Button were all good friends and they were all from the ice capades of years ago. And Bobby Denard said she was the cheapest bitch you ever want to meet. She had diamonds up the kazoo. All she did was buy diamonds and diamonds and diamonds, and she wouldn't give you 10 cents for a cup of coffee. That's how long ago the story is, 10 cents for a cup of coffee. Anyway, Sonia Henny, cheap. What year was that? Bobby Denard was skating with her when he was 14 years old. Bobby's about 82 now. So go figure the math. I don't do math. Uh, okay, he's old. It's old. I, a lot I, I do remember the ice capades coming to town. Are they still around the ice I don't capades? think so. I don't think I've heard of them, but I do remember back in the 70s. Uh, they, were they used to have stars on ice or something like that when I, I was a kid. Uh, the ice capades, I want to tell you. Dorothy I, Hamill was I in it. Yeah, I, Bobby Denard taught Dorothy Hamill. 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 <laughs> He's the one that did it. He's a gay guy, outrageous, wore eyelashes, bleach blonde, white hair. And he'd go off the stage and say, oh, I'm in a rush. Let's go to dinner. Because he just wanted an excuse to go out with the, with the eyelashes and the makeup. A screaming queen. <laughs> But a very, very dear friend of mine, a long-term friend, he taught me to ice skate in Central Park when I was about 19. Wonderful guy. Anyway, I went to see the ice capades when Bobby was in it, and I was backstage, and Mitzi Monet, who we used to call Mitzi the Cow, said to me, put these on and get the skates on and go out there and skate. You know, in the in the troop, I said, no, I can't do that. He said, yeah, go ahead. He said, I want to see Bobby's face. As you skate by Bobby, he said, stick your tongue out and cross your eyes. <laughs> so I did, and I just did skated across the skate. Well, you had to see Bobby. He didn't know what the hell to do. He was saying, what is that crazy bastard doing out in the ice capades now in front of thousands and thousands of people? But I, di I didn't go back on the stage. Anyway, when, when he came backstage... He said to me, you know what, Ron? You looked very good. 
You know, he was skating nicely. You look good in the ice. Maybe you should consider being a skater. I said, oh, no, no, no. You have to be gay. <laughs> so I can't do it. Actually, though, because yeah, they're saying star it was stars on ice when I was a kid. No, it was always that um, that may have been a second troupe or a different show. But um, the one I'm talking about was all over the world. It was international. Great stars skated in it. That's I mean, when I saw Dorothy Hamill. She was in it. Dorothy Hamill was in a lot of things. I know, I know Dorothy Hamill. Uh, sad thing is, I met Dorothy Hamill when she was going out with Ricky Nelson, was it? I don't know who she went out with. The, the other fellow, oh, Dean Martin's son, who died in that terrible plane crash. And he was very nice, Dino. Uh, Dean Martin's son, beautiful boy, very nice. And she was so in love with him. Oh, they were holding hands like kids, cuddling, you know, nestling, kissing. And what a tragedy that he dies in the plane crash. Dean Martin never got over it, you know. Dean Martin died the day his son died in that plane crash. So did Dean Martin. For those folks of you who don't know who Dean oh, Martin is. Yeah, Cindy says she dated Dino, yeah. Yeah, she dated Dino. I got confused with Ricky Nelson. Because Dino and Ricky Nelson were friends. They were in a band together in Beverly Hills. Um, Dean Martin was with Jerry Lewis for years. They were a team. And then Dean Martin was with Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack. Get your ass out of my face, Brandy. <laughs> you got to bring her back because we can, she can't if she touches any of these. Things. I know, but her butt's right in my face. That's what okay. am I gonna do? What do you just push Go her put back? Put your ass in Jimmy's come on back. face. No, no, she's not coming on me. I'm put her ass right in Jimmy's face. Comfy. Look, she's climbing all over. No, Jimmy, you have to get her down for real. It's your job to get her down. You brought her up here. <laughs> well, I can't have no room. She wants to sit on the pillow. I know. So put. She can't sit on the pillow. Walk around a little bit. No, I don't want her to step on anything because these computers are so hard to restart yeah, when she takes them down. Maybe so. Make a poo -poo. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't want her to make a poo poo. Fire, Randy, fire. First time on the Jimmy Star show, anyone made a poo poo. <laughs> but she's not. We're going to get her off. Brandy, come on. You're upsetting the show, honey. Come on, honey. We got. Hey, so, Chad. Yes. Let's take another music break and we'll get Brandy off the table. How's that? Right. Sounds good. Everybody, this is Tevin Campbell's new single. It's called Safer on the Ground. It's available now on all the digital download sites. You guys know Kevin, Tevin Campbell. He's a multi-Grammy-nominated, platinum-selling singer. And uh, this is his brand-new single. You're going to love it. Safer on the Ground. As usual, kind of like the day that we met Whoa, whoa, I would have never known When you said hello, you would cause the damage you did And I still wear the prints that you left upon my heart From the day that you walked out of my world Myself looking out the window for your car. I know you probably think that I'll be over it, but baby, I don't think that I will ever be. Cause I've never had a fear of heights till you let me down. So you can find me lying where you left me. Cause 
myself I'm fine And that I'm gonna be alright And I believe it for a minute or two Oh, but then our song comes on I halfway smile because I still hear you singing off tune oh, I guess I still wear the footprints That you left upon my heart On the day that you walked out of my world And I still catch myself looking Available on all the digital download sites now. It's a great, great song. We like it. Chad, you like that one? That was pretty hot. I liked it. Yeah, smooth. I, I liked it too. Not nuts about it, but I liked it. Yeah, it's it could, got a good groove. You grow on you. I liked it a lot. Absolutely. I, I would own it. <clears throat> you do. <laughs> oh, I, it's in my car. Yeah. Oh, I haven't, I haven't driven in so long. I've been driven driving Jimmy's car, the Jeep Skylark. What is it called? Jeep um, Skyhawk. 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 Whatever the friggin's called. We've been in his car all the time, and then we were in Palm Springs for a week, of which we had a ball. I don't know if I said this last week, but I'm allowed because I'm old, so I could repeat myself. Uh, we had lunch, a late lunch, with my very, very sweet friend, uh, Lynn Schur. Uh, sure. Sure. And his wife, Teresa, who I love, the two of them. And he said to me that, what is it called? Happy 50-ish. Happy 50-ish is now coming to... I forgot where. I don't know, but the, the but it's going. It's making a national tour all over. It's going to be in every city. I really su suggest you all go see it. I love it. I push it not only because it's Lynn's play, but because it really, really good. It play. was really funny. It's about becoming. It's, the guy has a fiftieth birthday party in his yard, and all his friends come to celebrate the fiftieth birthday. And he's it's a musical, and he sings about all the shit that's happening to him now that he just turned 50. I mean, it's a hilarious thing. Everybody in the audience that's turned 50 was saying, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's me, that's me, that's me. 
You have to go see it. It's called Happy 50-ish. Lynn, and Lynn, if you're listening, I love it, I love it, and everybody's going to love it that sees it. And also, the Happy 50-ish soundtrack just got released on iTunes oh, yeah. on Tuesday, so you can go and plug in Happy 50-ish, and you can listen to the songs. The song about like not being able to pee was hilarious. That's the one. He goes in the bush to pee. I mean, it's like we all do. Every man looks for a bush. I'm always looking for bushes. Hey, now. And, yeah, we do. Everybody. Don't you ever look for a bush, Chad? No, nah, I usually just pick a tire. <laughs> hey, Vernon. Like, like Shazam does. Yes. Right. Like a dog. Hit the, hit the video leg. button. You lift your legs. So, hit the well. video button. Yeah, hit uh, the video button. There should be okay, a video. That's, okay. It's loading. There you go. Let's see. Get on my end. You go. Hello, hello, Vernon Wells. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I'm going to wait for big introductions until Paul gets on, and we'll do it all kind of like at one time because we have to have a, a, an opening for our show for the television show part of it. So right now we're just going to talk, and then when he comes on, I'll introduce both of you guys to everybody, and we'll do a new intro. How's that? That's fine. So where are you calling us from? Uh, Los Angeles. Um, I'm in uh, Santa Monica. I thought maybe you were in, uh, like you were in England or Australia or someplace possibly. Uh, no, I'll actually be in Australia in about four weeks filming. Okay. Yeah, I want to say congratulations to you. I went on your IMDb, and like I think in three years you did like 39 movies or TV shows or something like in the last three years, and plus you have all kinds of stuff in the upcoming soon type thing, so way to go because I think that's freaking awesome. Thank you. I love it, and I'm a huge – I'm not a, I'm not a huge um, – Oh, wait, hang on. Here's Paul. Hold on. Let's see if we can get Paul's picture on here, and then we can do like an intro for everybody. And by the way, there this, we go. Is, this is our dog. What? <laughs> In case you thought it's I was not a rug. Oh, yeah, that's a dog. So, hello. Now we've got Paul Logan. Hey, Paul, how you doing? What's up, guys? Um, so, uh, I'm going to do a new intro for the show, for the TV show, because right now we're live on radio, but we taped this whole thing, and it goes on television. And so, can you see Vernon? Hey, What's up, brother? So, you guys can hey, see man. All right, so here we go. I'm going to do the intros. All right, everybody, we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show the incredibly talented Paul Logan and Vernon Wells. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Hey. I love that. So this, we haven't done too many of these dual ones, but I knew we could do it, so I thought it would be a lot of fun. Before we get started, let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, fellas. I know we're going to have a great time today because you two guys are super cool. Oh, thank you. Wow. Well, thank and, uh, you. And we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Vernon, Paul, welcome to the show, fellas. Thank you, Paul. Good and to have you. Oh, and look at this. Look at Paul. He's doing a Coke commercial. There you go. Adventures <laughs> <laughs> commercial. There you go. Okay. So, so my, mine's as big as yours. Look. <laughs> so we have, a, we have a chat room full of people. Say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hey, hey everybody. How you guys doing? And so Vernon already told us that he's calling us from Santa Monica. Where are you, Paul? I'm in uh, Los Angeles, Woodland Hills. Okay. I still live in Woodland Hills. By the way, for our radio listeners, when I said to Paul, mine's as big as yours, I was referring to the cup I drink my iced tea out of. Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, sure you are. Mm -hmm. yeah. Get your minds out of the masturbation mode and come back to <laughs> yes. your folks. Yeah, because because Paul, like you have a lot of female and male admirers. Uh, your press release got tons and tons of hits. Um, Vernon, yours did too. I don't know if it was because you weren't shirtless on the cover of your uh, of your picture that I did for you. So I don't know. Yours just got a lot of hits because you're Vernon Wells. Paul, you're Paul Logan, but you're also like got that that body of death. So Are I'm you sure kidding? That's why you Paul were and it. I have been friends for years on Facebook. I don't know that you know that. 
Do you know yeah. that? Oh, yeah. yeah. And of late, the body, what'd you do? Blow up? I mean, what'd you put helium in the body? No, <laughs> um, I just, uh, I, I'm always trying to stay on top of my game, trying to be as, you know, in the best shape I can, as far as being as big as I can, as you know, cut as I can. And I just uh, train a lot. I eat pretty well. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do any drugs. Never done any anabolics or any of that crap. But uh, what can I say? Crap? What, what are our rules here? Uh, are we, are we <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Paul, I've been following you for as long as we're friends on Facebook, which might be many, many years. And I've watched you build up body-wise and your career. And two weeks ago, you were talking about making a movie. You were all excited about that. And then you did you showed us some scenes of the movie, I believe, where you were kind of fighting with guys near a Jeep or something in a bomb-out situation. Looked very interesting. Um so tell us about the movie that you were carrying on about. I want to know. Um, it's The Horde, which came out May 6th. Um, it's actually, actually, it's an action horror movie. It's the first one that I wrote, produced, right. and started. I wore a lot of hats in this one, as well as doing all the fight choreography. And it was great because I got the freedom to you know, work with who I wanted, to bring in who I wanted, and to have it really come out the way I wanted. And we put together an amazing team. The girls at 313 Films, they funded the movie, and with their production company and my production company, Razor's Edge Productions, we did The Horde, and I brought in a bunch of people, and and Vernon was one of them that I called up and um, asked him to take a look at the script, and he was nice enough to actually A, like it, and B, want to come and play with us, and he killed it, no uh, pun intended. Vernon was amazing. I'm surprised he had time for you making 36 movies in a minute. No, in three years. Well, three years, 36 movies. Not even Betty Davis did that record. Come on. <laughs> and she made more freaking films than anybody I knew. But that's a lot of movie stuff. I don't give a shit if so, you come on for one minute, one-liners. That's a lot of places to be and a lot of work to do. I love it. So here's what I want to do. Films? Here's what I want to do because we're going to promo. And, and, Chad, I think we even have a preview, right? We have a trailer I pulled off of YouTube that we're going to play for people during this interview so people can see it. But yes. first, first I want to give some props because, like, first of all, okay, I'm a horror movie buff. Really, really big time. Um, I used to be a celebrity clothing designer, so I've dressed all, everybody, like all the majors, like, you know, Pinhead and Doug Bradley and Bill Mosley, who I know is in this film, and he's been on the show, and, um, uh, and Vernon, like, I, I didn't know that you were in the Power Rangers, and I'm so stupid, like, I love the Power Rangers, like, a good friend of mine, Serena Vincent, was the Yellow Ranger at one time, and so I used to watch all those, so I didn't know you were on there, but, but I, just to give some little credits and past history of some of the great stuff you guys have done, because, um... First of all, you both have done a few cheesy horror movies, and, and I say that with all the love in the world because I love cheesy horror movies. So, so uh, Vernon's got Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs with Eric Roberts, and, and you have Mega Piranha with Tiffany, who follows me on Twitter, so I, I'm trying to get her on here now. And Barry, Barry Williams, and you also have Vampire in Vegas with Tony Todd and Komodo versus Cobra. Tony Todd's a good friend. Yeah, Tony Todd's a pretty good friend love of ours. Love Tony Todd. And, uh, so I, I love those movies. Like I think those movies are so much, so much fun, and I'm so happy to see uh, them getting distribution. And Paul, congratulations on, on you because I see like the first few films you did. You know, you were the you were like the eighth or ninth or tenth cast member. Now all the films you're doing, you're like the number one guy. So like, congratulations on that and the fact that the career is going so good. But I love those cheesy horror movies, of which I've seen a whole bunch of them. So now you guys have the horde, and I have to say you've put together a really, a really impressive cast of just actors because they're not all horror movie actors. Um, 
some of the names I want to, besides Paul Logan and Vernon Wells, which I have to say I didn't see the movie. Uh, I saw the trailer. They sent me the link for it, but it expired because we were uh -oh. on in Palm Springs, so I didn't see it. But congratulations because I did read that it was like number 10 on iTunes. Yeah, uh, so fortunate with that. I mean, after five days, we were number 10 new and noteworthy on, I on iTunes. And that was just, uh, again, a testament to all the hard work that everybody put in and the performances and the people, pre-production, production, post-production, and, you know, getting it out there. I'm, I'm so happy. And it's not, and this one, you guys, when I was saying ch cheesy movies before, yeah. this was actually not cheesy at all. Just from the previews, and I read all the reviews um, that were up, like, on all the different horror websites and stuff, and, and everybody was really giving it really good reviews. And um, some of the other people, just so everybody kind of gets more enticed to go see it, besides Paul and Vernon, we've got Costas Mandalore, Bill Mosley, which, I mean, he's like an icon in the horror movie industry, um, Matthew Willing, who I recognized him, but I don't play football. I don't, I'm not a football player, but he's like a retired NFL football player who seems to be making a ton of movies. Yeah. And, um, so it's got a really cool – it's also got Tiffany Brower, and she. if you guys saw American Horror Story, she was on American Horror Story. She was in that movie The Help, and she was a cast regular on South Beach. And Nestor Serrano, which everybody like knows him. You might not know his name, but you know his face because he's from Revenge and Banshee and Graceland and Beverly Hills 90210. I mean, he's just got great, great credits. So you really put together like an A-list cast. Now, I, don't, I know who you play, Paul, because, like, I watched the trailer. But, Vernon, I don't know. Who do you – are you, like, the good guy, the bad guy? Are we allowed to say? Or tell us what you do. No, don't tell. Don't tell. <laughs> well, tell uh, us don't. You've got to, um, to find out. Don't got to tell that, us a little no, bit. No, no, that's the cookie. Once you Actually, my, my role was an extra's role originally, according to Paul. When he gave me the script, he said, these are the roles you can't have. These are the roles you can. And I read the script and I rang him up and I said, I want to play this certain role. And he went, no, 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 no. That's an extra's role. It's just he's a walk-on. It's nothing in it. And I said, well, that's really cool, but that's the role I want to play. And he went, you realize I have to rewrite the script, right? And I went, so what are you waiting for? Yep. <laughs> so I got my wish. Yeah, it was great. that His character, Earl, who... The, 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 let me start by saying the movie is a kind of a cross between The Hills Have Eyes and Rambo. And the reason that I wrote the script was because I wanted to do an action film or an action horror. And I watched so many horror films, and they're all the same. It's a bunch of kids. They go into the woods. The killer or the killers hunt them down one at a time. You've seen it a million times. But you've seen it a million times because that's what the horror audience wants, expects, and enjoys. So I said, what would happen if you had the same scenario, a bunch of kids off in the woods on a nature photography trip with their teacher, who is, you know, my fiance? bunch of hills have eyes, cannibalistic, mutant, just evil people hunting them down. But one person in the kids group is ex-Special Forces, is a Navy SEAL who could fight back and turn the hunters into the hunted. So that's kind of the whole premise of this. So it's a, you have all the boo scares and gore of a horror film, but when the guy comes out at you with the axe or the, you know, or the machete, it turns into this really cool action sequence. So you've got the best of both worlds. And Vernon's character, when I wrote the script, is kind of the this group's like butcher he's like this it's earl the butcher and he kind of is the one that you know cuts up the people and like makes them you know the meat for this yes, for him, for him. yes he's giving, giving the whole thing no he's not it's a lot i want no, trust me there's a lot there's a lot there but um yeah so that's vernon's character and when i wrote it though he didn't say a word you know, he was he was silent which i thought was be really really creepy and just this you know, a guy who's silent throughout all those horrific acts. And then I, Vernon said he wanted to play that. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I've got Vern. I'm not going to, like, 
have him silent. You know, to give me a day and wrote this dialogue, and it's it's some of the best stuff in the movie. I mean, Vernon's delivery of this is just ridiculously creepy and authentic and real and visceral and scary as shit. There's no question about it. There's not an actor in the world that doesn't love to play mean. As Joan Collins said, everyone loves to play a bitch, and she did it very well. Actually, too, though, you got to know everybody, anybody who, who doesn't, if you're not familiar with Vernon Wells, you, sh you are familiar. You just don't know it's him because he doesn't look the same as he did when he was in Mad Max 2, and he was that bald dude on the car chasing after Mel Gibson through the film. And oh, yet, I remember And that, that was like the most amazing, I mean, that's such a cult. Literally, oh, I like it's such a cult that. iconic, and I have to tell you too, Vernon. You won't remember that I was a wee lad, but the very first uh, autograph convention that I ever went to was Scream Fest in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and it was their very first one. And you were a guest at it. It's Spooky Empire. It was called Spooky Empire Scream uh -huh. Fest, something like that, and it was in Fort Lauderdale. And that was where I kind of got fell into. The, I was a clothing designer, and that's how I started dressing all the horror movie people. I would go to these conventions, but I actually paid like twenty five bucks or something, you know, to have an autograph picture of you in my autograph book because because you were such a, like an iconic character. Now that I get them for free, I'm lucky. But back then, I. Had, before we had four million not, not viewers, you were, but like we met you, and you were such a cool guy, you know. And, and I'm talking about it like this is a long time ago, because um, neither one of us had any gray hair. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You expect Vernon to remember far back no, when you were a wee remember. boy? I was like 20s in my 20s, probably. But anyway, was it was a lot of it was ago, a lot Jim. of fun, and you were really cool. And Thank and, you. and that kind of like has always. Um, Kind of like made my whole like like horror movie thing is that you can go to these conventions and you can meet and ninety nine percent of all the actors who star in these films are really cool and they're not like assholey like they are maybe in some of the other genres of films so because horror movie actors are very loyal to the fan base and the fan base is very loyal to the horror movie actor and that's I'm sure that's why the film is doing so well you have iconic people I'm sure it's a great film I'm gonna actually download it tonight so I can like watch it um, I think yeah. it's fantastic. And so I, I had to bring that whole thing in there, though, that we, like, met before. But also, you said Hills Have Eyes meets Rambo. And when I saw the preview, uh, Hills Have Eyes was my second thing that came to mind. And the Rambo definitely comes to my mind because you're, like, such a like a, like a like a guy who looks like you could really fuck people up. <laughs> uh, but I think that uh, uh, I had thought um, wrong turn for some reason. Like, when, as soon as I saw the preview, I thought wrong turn. I don't know if you've seen those. I've never yeah. seen those movies. Yeah, yeah but, I, but I've heard that they have it, you know, still. Same thing, like hill, you know, kind of like cannibalistic hillbilly type people. And, and, but again, nobody fights back, and that was the whole twist to this one: is having someone who can fight back and do it well. And like you were saying about the the cheesy horror films, that's what I wanted this not to be. I wanted this to be real and visceral, kind of like when Michael Bay redid The Hills Have Eyes or Texas Chainsaw. It was that just real visceral, guttural, you know. Scare fest, and that's what I wanted with this. I wanted when people were scared, they were scared. It wasn't a bunch of kids in the woods running through like, ah, scared, you know, which gives you that, that cheese factor. And so it's it the gives, yeah. I, I don't. I, mean, I watch every horror movie that comes out, whether like everything that like. I don't know. I watch all. I watch all of them, and like eighty percent of them aren't any good. But I like them because I like the people in them. Um, but like, like I have never seen one where they actually uh, is somebody who can fight. Who can fight back? I mean, obviously they all try to fight. You know, the little wimpy people try to fight. But there's never been one where you actually got the guy who can kick your ass fighting back. And so, so kind of like in a way, you've you've set a new bar and a new idea that has not been done yet. So you're like the first one. Okay, Thanks. now we've got a bunch of women out there and some gay men who are drooling and dying and want to know the details about you two. Now, Paul, yes. you 
like a very dear friend of mine from the 1950s. His name was George Nader. Are you familiar with the actor George Nader? Actually, I'm not. I'm sorry. Yeah, George was a good buddy of mine at, with Rock Hudson. There was that whole crowd, you know, all closet queens, all closet gays. He's not saying that you look like a closet queen. No, 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 no. <laughs> but but are, are you Greek? No, George Nader was Greek. Are you Greek? I'm not. I'm a mutt. Um, my dad's side is a little... <laughs> See, look, you look... Yeah, I am. I'm as Polish, Czechoslovakian, um, uh, German and Russian on my dad's side. My mom's side is a little English and French, so I'm kind of like the United Nations. But if I were to cast you, I would cast you as a gladiator or as a Grecian person. You would Thanks. very well fit in that part of, of, of Hollywood. Now, okay. Vernon, what's, yes. what's your deal? You have a very middle-aged, handsome look. I bet the broads, you know, go crazy for you. Um. Yes, yeah, sometimes. I guess it's the accent more than anything that gets them turned on. The accent, yes, the no, accent. Wait. No, rugged faces. Pretty boys like Tyrone Power or even myself, women like to be friends with. They don't necessarily want to get laid the minute they meet you. But when you're rugged looking and you have big muscles, women want to get laid immediately. And that's all they're thinking about is, when is this jerk going to take me home and bang the hell out of me? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul. Did we miss that on the set? Yeah. No. We, were busy. we were busy like dealing with blood and guts and kicking ass, so we missed out on that. So now we you- the fruits of our labor. <laughs> Listen, boys, when you go to a club and there's a gorgeous body of death, blonde with big knockers, great ass, fabulous legs, and she turns around and starts licking her lips and looking at you smiling, what do you do? Go home? No. You grab her? <laughs> You grab her and you take her home. So, exactly. what, so what do you think? Women are any different? When women see a hunky built guy that's handsome and rugged, they're thinking, this one's mine. Actually, too, your, your co-star, or your, I, I think, is it Tiffany who plays your, your uh, girlfriend? Yes. Yeah, Tiffany Brower plays uh, Selena. Yep. She's smoking hot. I mean, I'm gay, but like, she's smoking hot. Uh, without we're, a not, doubt. we're gay, but she's, we're not dead. Yeah, we're gay, but, but we're not She's beautiful, yes. And you know what? Great, great girl, great actress. And she really, really brought what you know what i wanted for the character as you know because this whole thing like i said is you know an action and a horror but i kind of wrapped it up in a love story too it shows what the lens that this guy will go through to save her and to save the kids because he's given up being a seal at the beginning you know to marry her and you know at the beginning of the movie he's you know he's packing up to go with them he's packing his beretta and she's like what are you doing? We're not going to take out ISIS. You know, you're not that guy anymore. That hits home with the character. You know, he says, okay, he leaves the gun there. And halfway through the movie, when all hell breaks loose, he has to become that guy again to save everybody. So he has to come full circle. So that, you know, and it, you know, just to show what this guy will go through, you know, this buzzsaw of these, you know, horrific people to save her and to save these kids. So, okay, in- okay, but, but I didn't finish finish. Talk no, I'm, t- I'm talking to you, Jim. <laughs> Painting my fucking ass he is. Anyway, um, listen, guys, I'm going to ask you individually. Uh, Paul, do you yep. have a girl? A st- no, a ser- You're single. Yeah. Girl, I, wait, just, a bunch of vibrators just went on all over America. <laughs> so all mine's going off right now. I'm telling you, women grab. They went to the kitchen drawer, grabbed those vibrators. No, I'm not kidding you. Like, there's a, there's all I'm, these people in the chat. They're, they're, like, they're, they're dying. Women. They're like, is he married? I can't imagine yeah. what his abs look like under that shirt. No, no. Wait, wait. He's gonna take his shirt off for us. 
Because these women now, no, 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 these women are in their kitchen vibrating, their eyes are rolling in their heads, and they're looking at a t-shirt. Paul's got to give them some flesh. Paul, you got to do it. You got a fan base out there okay, of a bunch off. of horny, nasty, cougar, cougar women. Hey, Ginger, they, oh, my God, they're going, oh, my God, there's like 10 more women. just. To okay, there you go. There we go. Look, look, take your pants down. We'll get 100 people. <laughs> Listen, I mean, we no, do. you lose all. No, I do that. You lose all the all the listeners right then. No, no, smoking mirrors. We do any, <laughs> smoking mirrors. We do anything for 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 ratings. Now let's go, Vernon. Yes. Let's, single, married, or what? Or certain. I've been I've been married to a wonderful lady for the last twenty three years. Good for you. I can't hear a word you're saying. You've gone away. The dog is on top of the microphone. Oh, this dog. She's she's. We rescued her, and she like likes to be with us. I got my mom's dog over here, right behind me, and my dog's running around somewhere over here. What's your other dog? We have. I also have a mastiff. We have a mastiff and this little dog. Put Brandy on the floor. Mom's dog is is this little guy here? She was sleeping too. Let me get back to Vernon. So Vernon, you have a lovely wife, married. How many children? Uh, no. No children. Smart. I married a young uh, child, so I'm fine. <laughs> no, you're, smart, you're smart not to have children because when they Did turn... Did you hear what he said? He married a young child. Well, I heard that. I, I just wasn't going to comment on it because I married Jimmy. <laughs> He's about 25 years younger than me. So I'm not going to get my ass involved in that conversation. But our, our listeners are saying even the dogs are excited about you two guys. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, it's, it's, it's a sexual world, and people that are not sexual are missing out on everything. Do you take your wife with you then, Vernon, when you go sh to, on shoots? Do you get to take her with you? Um, sometimes, she, uh, if, if she could come, she's got a, an incredibly successful uh, business that uh, she owns, uh, or the two of us own. And uh, unfortunately, especially now, she's sort of working 24-7, so she doesn't get to come. When I head off to Australia at the end of uh, next month, it will actually be the second time in our 23 years of marriage that I won't be home for our anniversary, and she's rather pissed about it. I don't blame her. You have to do something special over Hey, uh, what's her name? Grace. Hey, Gra Grace. Grace, be pissed off. <laughs> I'll give you the frying pan to hit him right in his ass. Uh, <laughs> Not to be around for the anniversary. What do you think? There's no guarantee he's going to be around ever. So you got to do what you got to do. And it's an anniversary. Go with your wife, Vernon. Oh, I would take her everywhere I go. She just unfortunately can't go with me. But uh... Well, change the schedule. Tell them to change the schedule. Doesn't so, work for that's you. That's pretty funny. So here's what we're going to do real quick. I'm going to have um, Paul, you introduce the movie. Chad, you have the trailer, right? Chad? I think Chad Chad got bored and he left. Oh, I guess we got to wait for Chad yes, to come back. Chad, where the fuck are you? I'm here. What's going on? Oh, hey, can we, we play? Wait, do, you have, do you have the trailer for The Horde? I do. Can we play? So I'm going to have uh, Paul introduce. Actually, let's let Vernon introduce it since yeah. Paul has been talking. Vernon, you introduced the film for us. We're going to play the trailer. You guys hang on. Then when we come back, I've got like 15 requests saying that Paul... Oh, they, they think both of you guys should take off your shirts. I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> we have the... Right. We have the horniest viewers and fans. You wait till the email I get after this. You're gonna drop dead when you're here. All right, so hold on. Go ahead, Vernon. You introduce it, and Chad, you play it for us. Roger. 
We'd like to present one of the best films of the last, oh, 10 years. It's called The Horde, and it stars my good friend, Paul, who's sitting opposite me in the other corner. Hey, what I'm pissed off about is your photo's bigger than mine, you little shit, by the way. Oh, I got a little one on the bottom here. Oh, yeah, ha-ha, I got news for you. You've got the other half of the screen, you. Anyway, we'd like you to watch The Horde. The same no. song. <laughs> well, yeah, when, it, when, when you see it on Roku TV, it'll be equal screen. Oh, fine. All right. Here's the everybody. Roll it. Where are you headed to? Heading up to Sapphire Lake. Ah, good hunting and fishing. What are you doing up there? It's a nature photography trip. You don't really look like the nature photography type. I'm just uh, tagging along on this one. You're a marine, right? Seal. Charlie? out of here, right? This is gonna hurt you a lot more than it's ever gonna hurt me. I want you to go out there and find our new friend. What's so funny? fact that you actually think that you are hunting him. Welcome to our woods. Woo, ah! that looks good. All I can you. say is this film, you're not going to have a minute to breathe. The no. hunt is on. It I love it, goes. and I love the fact that you didn't make your your creepy people look exactly like the, either the Hills Have Eyes or or Wrong Turn. They look totally like different because that's one thing I also don't don't like when they everybody makes their their ugly people look exactly the same. So I think that's like really cool. And um, I don't know though, Vernon, are you in that trailer? Like I don't know if I saw you in the trailer. It went so, it went too fast for me. Yeah, I, I'm the one that's saying this is gonna hurt you more. I love a lot more than it's gonna hurt me. Oh, I love that line. I, I think that's fantastic. So let's. So first of all, how do people? Uh, I know it's on iTunes. Like, how does everybody see this film? It's um the the best way. I mean, it's everywhere. It's iTunes. You have Amazon. You've got Google Play, Microsoft, uh, Directv. The best way to do it is to go to thehordemovie.com. H o r d e thehordemovie.com, and there's a whole laundry list of everywhere it's playing, so you can see it. You know which cable company or if you watch on iTunes, but the list is there. You know, there's probably like 50, 60, 70 places that you could, you could watch it. So they're all live right now. So just, that's the best way to, you know, figure out what you want to do. If you have direct TV or if you have iTunes, go there and pick the one you want. Folks out there listening, please do not email me and ask me, Ron, what theater is it playing in? Okay. <laughs> you got to listen, folks. Movies don't go to theaters anymore. Soon theaters will all be supermarkets. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to theaters because they have bed bugs, they have lice, they have ringworm. And they have 70-inch TVs. <laughs> and, they have and they have criminals that rob you in the theater, and you have to freeze your ass off because half of these jerks in the Northeast don't put heat on. They're cheap. 
So you sit in the luxury of your home and you go to all the places that Paul just told you and you sit there and you enjoy this film as it scares the shit out of you. Just turn the lights out and uh, carry a gun. There you go. You got to like love it. So also you guys, um, both of these guys are on Twitter. I believe that Paul is real Paul Logan on Twitter so you can follow him and, uh, and Vernon, you're at the Vernon Wells, Vernon G. Wells, right? The Vernon G. Wells? Yes, sir. And, uh, and anytime you guys have, like when you're doing promotions for any films and stuff, if you add me at Dr. Jimmy Starr at the end, because I got over a million followers, like I'll retweet everything. So, right. so I can so make it. Hey, so yeah. Paul, send me the trailer to Ron Russell's show. Oh, I have it. Oh, you have it? Yeah. Send, send it to me and I'll post it on my, on my page. Thank you so much. I don't tell them out because I'm not a bragger like this fuck is, but you know. <laughs> no, but thank you, honestly, thank you so much because, like you said, this isn't going to the theaters and we're... No, it's not going to theaters, folks. Yeah, we're relying on, you know, a lot of uh, word of mouth for this and we've gotten so many great reviews in the film and the the it is going out there vibrantly, so I really appreciate you guys getting it out there. That's you know, oh, my heart. Thank you. A very different film that is exactly how you're presenting yours and doing yours, and he just won the Fred Astaire Award for his movie for co co best choreography he, he, the dance film. He is actually he might know him because you were in soap opera. Yeah, you know Paul Michael. Was in Days of our you were in Days of Our Lives, right? You know Michael yeah. Damien. It's Michael. He's Phil. from Young and the Restless, actually. But but anyway, yeah, I, know, I know I do know him. I, I never worked with him, but I think we did maybe some. I did a lot of those soap conventions, assigning oh. things. You know, even years after I was on Days, I did some of those. So yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's Michael's movie, movie, and it is fucking fabulous. If I tell awesome. you, and I did the red carpet. We did all the interviews of the stars that went on, and we had a blast. And he's doing it exactly as you are, and his movie now is making money. Like it's number one in number dramas one. on iTunes. It's flying all over. So keep doing what you're doing. It's the media today. The old-fashioned way is gone. We don't do trailers anymore. They really don't sell anything. <laughs> they, the trailers really don't. People... They, they, they just want to click, click, and there it is. So, I, uh, hold on. I want to go back to Vernon for a minute. For, uh, we'll, 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 give, uh, we'll give all the – before we end in a few minutes, we'll give all the, like, information on the, uh, on the movie again so everybody gets it. But, like – so, Vernon, because you basically are, like, an action, you know, a action hero star person. You were in um, you were in Commando, which is a fucking great movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I love Dan Hedaya. He's, like, fantastic. You know, you, you got the Mad Max, too, which I don't even know the name of your character, even though I got the... Oh, look at the dog. I got the autographed picture. So, so like, how do you like how do you like being, like, like an action star, and how has it changed now? Because you've basically worked pretty steady since, like, I don't know, for, like, 40 years. Like, you're, you're working really steadily. Like, how... Because the, the movie industry has changed a lot from when you first started in to put the way things are now. Yeah, it, it's... You know what? It's... It's, it's interesting because when I first started out, I, I, the first movie I ever did was Road Warrior. And from that, I, I kind of got typed into being what I was. And also it became this cult movie, which totally stunned the hell out of me. Then I came to the States. I did Weird Science. Yep. And from Weird Science, I got asked to do Commando. I did Commando. Then I did Inner Space. So I did... All these major movies, one after the other, that were all villains. And that's where I was. And I love playing the villain roles, don't get me wrong, uh, because there's no rules to a villain. You know, it, it's like you get out there, you, as, as Paul knows, you get out there and you come up with a scenario of what the character is, where the character's going, and you do it. And you make it as real as possible. The other thing is, 
I've noticed lately um, that I'm getting more and more cast into playing the good guy. I've just finished doing a big uh, promo for a film that's being shot in Australia next year, and I play a father with a 17-year-old daughter who's oh. running away from aliens. Um, well, that's for me. He likes alien oh, movies. Oh, that's for me. I'll, I'll definitely can't wait to see that one. It, it's going to be a, a, a hell of a good movie. And alien, so I like seeing my relatives. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting all these really amazing roles um, coming along that are either good guys or bad guys. And I don't mind either side of the... I just love working, and I love working with people I like. And Paul's one of my favorite people to work with. I just adore him. There you go, that's awesome. And, um, I've actually got him slated to do the lead in a film I'm directing, so... Uh, we're going to have there a lot you of go. Oh, yeah, you'll see, yeah, you'll see him without his shirt on a lot. <laughs> Listen, Hollywood has now finally let out diversity. Now you have to hire in every film an elderly person. I'm 76. They're going to hire me all over the place because nobody 76 can talk, walk, or breathe. They also did an article. 70 is the new 70 is the new 40. 70 is the new 40. They're looking for dads and mature men. They're going grandfathers. So the work you're going to get is unbelievable. And they want they want like attractive ones. So you guys will do well. Yeah, I mean, I made a movie called Croker. I should have croaked when I made the movie. It was a dogs. But anyway, I played a cop, a tough cop from Brooklyn, which I do well. And what's where am I going with this? I don't know. I forgot where I'm going. Something about being old. It was a terrible. But. Well, it could about being old, and 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 there's a, there's a place for every it's a character for every movie that is of a different age. There you go. So we're we're going to be sailing. I mean, I'm much older than you are, so I could play your 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 father. <laughs> Thank you. Well, one Which thing? one of us, Paul or me? Both of you. I could play <laughs> like. Your twins. What? How cool is that, though? That Mad Max is your first film. I mean, the rest of us like are in some bullshit crap that nobody ever sees for our first film that we're totally like embarrassed about. You know, when you get in like one of the biggest movies and have like become one of the, like most all- iconic like characters ever in your very first film, I want to yeah, like Jimmy, smack that, you, Jimmy. That, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? That film was a major film. I know that that had my love in it. What's her name? Uh, no, Tina Turner's in the third Tina- one. Oh, she's I, in the third one. That, I love I Tina. She's Tina Turner is my, my, one of my sweetest, dearest loves in my life is Tina Turner. But okay, all the Maxes are great. I mean, you can put a dead body in Max know, and make that, it move like a puppet. You I got know, an Academy Award winner. I know. <laughs> so wait, you, the, since you were in Mad Max, wait, wait, since you were in the original Mad Maxes, what did you think of the new Mad Max with Charlize Theron? Loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I, I, I what, really, really enjoyed it. I was actually very fortunate. I got asked to go to Japan for the opening, with, and George Miller was there. So I got to be with George again um, wow. and saw it over there. That's awesome. Did and you, you like it, you meet, Wait, hang on. Did you meet Charlize? Did you meet Charlize at the opening? No, she wasn't there. That's a bitch. <laughs> so gorgeous. She's probably the most beautiful. I love her face. I love her. She's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Stunning. Mm-hmm. You gotta like. I mean, it. so beautiful. I've never met her. You know, I met them all in Hollywood. But I've never. I'm aiming. I have to meet her, and I have to meet the other one. Uh, Who's the other one? The tall job that just had the nose job that ruined her face. Oh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. What did she go and change her nose for? <laughs> 
she looks so bad with the new nose. You see her nostrils, like you look up, you see her sinuses. Okay, so who's the Terrible. like? Who's the one person if you could work with anyone? And don't say each other to flatter each other. Just in general, because I just like to ask this of all the stars who come on. Like, if you could make any movie that's ever been made, what movie would you have liked to have been in? And then the second part to the question is like any movie that's already been made. If you could have played one of those characters, what movie would it be? And then the second one is who's an actor, actress like like that would be like the dream person that you'd like to op, uh, you know, uh, act against or act act opposite of and you go first and you go first vernon oh um i i would love to play um the uh, captain um of the nautilus in Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea and work with that original cast because i think they're just amazing Perfect. My God, what casting. Hey, Hollywood, or anybody out there listening, <laughs> if you're doing Captain Nemo, we got him. He's right okay, here. Okay, wait now. Okay, and okay. Boy, would he be a. Oh, perfect and he said Captain. he would work with the original cast. Give us somebody else who's like also somebody from now that you would like to work with. Somebody from now that I would like to work with? You know, that's, that's one of those questions that you look at. It's funny because I wouldn't mind working with Slice Stallone, to be honest. Good one. I like that one. All right, Paul, your turn. You're up. You're up. Okay, well, here's here's the thing. Um, I'm a huge Batman freak, so the, the role that I would want to play is either obviously Bale's role in the Nolan trilogy, or you know, take over for Ben in you know, the other Batman v Superman. Um, and and the funny thing is, Vern just stole mine. I'm a huge Stallone fan. Been since I was a little kid. I mean, the reason I started working out with weights was because I was the skinny kid growing up. I graduated high school, six foot, 145 pounds. I was a rake. I uh, went to college, put Sly's poster on the dorm room door where he's, you know, from Rambo, he was all jacked up. I'm like, I want to look like that. And it's so funny. I've met so many people, worked with so many people in Hollywood, but I've never met Sly or worked with him. So I would love to do like an Expendables with him or another film with him. And, or just to meet him, just to say thank you. He's been such an influence on me and my work ethic and my life. And, you know, just to say thank you to the man for you know, inspiring me. So hopefully I can inspire others. Let me tell you my Sly story. My very good friend, Barbara Lux, was an interior designer, and she was doing a doctor's house in Beverly Hills, where Sly lived the next house down, a little bit down the hill. So I go up with Barbara. She wants to show me the work that she's doing in the bathroom. And there's Sylvester Stallone sitting on the porch with a rifle, and he's shooting the rifle. So I said, Barbara... He's probably going to shoot me, but I don't give a shit. I have to know why this mental case is out there with a rifle and what he's shooting. So I had the balls to walk across the broken fields. I said, excuse me, don't shoot me. I'm not an enemy. So he starts to laugh. I said, Sylvester, what in the hell are you shooting? Well, the language I can't really use. It's a little bit much more than we use on the show. But he said, the MFR that's knocking his house apart has made all the rats in the hill break loose them emin fuckers are coming down here <laughs> all over my fucking house. Like, you put M, M fuckers instead of like... It doesn't disrespect the mother part. Anyway, <laughs> I, I went hysterical. I said, Sylvester, there's another way. You can hire somebody to do it. He said, fuck no. Look at the fun I'm having. Boom, boom. <laughs> So I went That's up to awesome. Barbara and I told Barbara the mentally ill person is shooting the rats. Now I'm at Shelley Winter's fifth, 85th birthday party and who's there but Sylvester Stallone's mom and his brother. And I'm with Jane Russell, the movie actress. So I bring Jane Russell over to meet his mother 
I forgot what her name was. Oh, it slips my mind. And I said to her, you like to marry Italians? She said, no, I don't. I only fuck Italians. She <laughs> said, That's what she said. I love it. The mother's crazier than him. They're all crazy, you know. And the brother was there, like, like from Brooklyn. <laughs> Trying to be like, you know, Marlon Brando. So Jane Russell, who can't hear too well, she's 89 years old, said, what did she say? And <laughs> mother turned around and she said, honey, you heard what I said. I only fuck them. So Janie, who's a born-again Christian, took three steps back. And I said, well, that family's a little weird. Jane said, oh, no, they're not. They're actors. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we had Antonio Sabato on the show one time. Love him. Fabulous and, um, guy. He's a huge Batman fan, and he called yeah. from his office, and everything Batman. in the office is Batman, like memorabilia and everything. Every I have a room, a room here in the house. Have, uh, one of the bedrooms is my office, and literally wall-to-wall -wall with just... Batman, you know, 90% Batman stuff and just superhero memorabilia. So, you yeah, I, have, I have that too. I have. So, do either one of you guys have an action figure yet? Yes, I have two. Do you really? For which movies? Um, well, I have one from that um, television show that you like so much. The kids show. Oh, Power Rangers. Okay. Yeah, I have an action figure from that. And I have the Mad Max action figure from uh, Road Warrior. Oh, I have to get that. Okay, I like that. And Paul, do you have an action figure yet, or you're not yet, and you're about? To I don't. I'm gonna kind of make my own. I'm gonna take you know one and just make like a John Crenshaw figure for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you can get like a head that looks like me, put it on, dress him up, paint him up a little bit. There's people that do that on eBay. They make like custom like figures for you, and it's yeah. not that special. So I, I, I think Paul, cool. Paul, I don't think you're gonna have to do that. I'm pretty good witch. I come from an Italian family that goes way back, and we have psychic abilities that most don't have. And ever since I've seen you on my Facebook page, and now more so, I really feel that there's gonna be big shit for you. You're not gonna be where you are now. Give yourself a couple of years. You're gonna be up there with the biggies, and you're gonna be a superhero. You're already getting wait. And when you are, when you are, thank me on my Facebook page. <laughs> That's why I did this film also, is to kind of showcase what I can do acting-wise, action-wise, and with a film that I didn't have to make excuses for, which is somebody else's film, it was it was their animal. This was something that I could control to you know whatever extent I could. Um, all the action, the story, the dialogue, and the amazing actors like Vernon that we hired to you know, give the good guy the bad guys to fight against because your good guy is only as strong as the bad guy he's going up against. And Vernon and Costas and Maddie, you know, they all brought it. And, you know, without them, this movie wouldn't have been anywhere near as good. So thank you, Vernon, and everyone else who came on to make this project as good as it is. I, I went online because I, I do this with every guest that comes on just to see, like, what's going on and what people are saying about films and stuff. And, and, and really... Um, uh, for you, Paul, they really gave a lot of compliments of like a lot of comparisons to like John Cena, The Rock. I saw a lot of people talking about you in that same respect. To it. And, you know, that's a lot different because those people were famous already before they started making films. They didn't have to actually make it by making films, which is totally yeah, different. He's on the Sylvester Stallone type. Absolutely. I mean, he's got the body. He's got oh, absolutely. the roughness. No, I, he's got the gravelly voice, which no, is I'm, very attractive. I know. I'm saying, though, that he's being compared yeah. to the biggest stars or like really yeah. stars already. And, and I agree with you when you have full control of a film. Because I've seen films get destroyed because of assholes that came on the set, like producers, who decided to tell the directors and the writers what should be. Fuck Ernest you. Laughing. Well, it's true. <laughs> Let me take you back to 19. I'm taking you back to 1959. 
I was 19 years old, and I was an extra on the movie That Kind of Woman with Tab Hunter and Sophia Loren. I played a soldier. And I remember overhearing Sophia, because I speak Italian fluently, and she didn't have very good English at the time. She spoke always Italian on the set, had a translator. Um, I heard her complain and say, what the hell did they give me? He's a boy. Look at him. I'm a woman. And I'm, I'm making love with the boy, and I'm leaving this rich man for this young boy. And then I heard her also said, and he's a finocchio, which means fag. So <laughs> I didn't uh. see. Well, Tab, I Tab Hunt is my good friend. Tab and I are buddies, and and he's openly gay. What is that? That's Vernon. Oh, and and Max. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember he's that. He's so badass. So I remember <laughs> hearing that that she was furious that he was such a young boy and that he was gay. So people have to really um, discuss a film before they even go into it. And make certain that everybody's comfortable. I mean, George Sanders was in it, and he's a character actor for 100 years, one of the best. Uh, Barbara, uh, the, the sexy blonde, what the hell was her name? Barbara, whatever. So it had a good cast, but Tab Hunter was not casted correctly. And if you see the film today, outside of my magnificence and my performance that should have gotten an Oscar, when I walked across, <laughs> well, I walked across Grand Central Station with 300 people, and I was... <laughs> And, and I stood out, you know, I stood out and people were going, oh, my God, look at Ron Russell. He's wonderful. And then I went up an escalator. What? Uh, wait, wait, hang on real quick, Paul. What, when were you on Days of Our Lives? Somebody's saying they don't remember you. <laughs> She's been watching it since a little girl. Who was your character? I, I was on from my character was Glenn Ryder. There was a whole baby switch thing. My characters um, was a guy just trying to go back to get his son. And Bowen Hope had my son, JT. I was on from 2000 to the end of 2002. That's a long time. You know, pretty much three years. Good. You were so skinny. Maybe she didn't recognize you skinny. <laughs> I was. I was, I was only about ten pounds lighter than I am now. I'm two hundred pounds right now, so I was wasn't that. Said you before you saw the poster on the door. You were one hundred and forty pounds. Oh yeah, I was seventeen years old. I was, I've been doing martial arts since I was thirteen, but I was a skinny kid. I was, and um, when I was seventeen, graduated high school, went to college, and you know, wanted to change it, and joined the gym, became a pest. I would. See these guys who are big. I'm like, oh, what do you do for chest? What do you do for this? And slowly and surely just kind of put, you know, muscle on and never wanted to cheat and do steroids or any of that crap because it wasn't me. And um, Makes your penis shrink. I lifted weights for years and I developed the body I have now, which is outrageously big. It's just on film. <laughs> somehow film shrinks people. <laughs> and, and I don't have the, the, the biceps... In person, if I take off my clothes in person, I look like Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am so magnificently built. I mean, like a brick shit house. Yes. I got awesome. All right, so here's what we got to do, you guys. We got to like, um, I want to get out all some information. So first of all, you guys, if you want to follow Vernon Wells on Twitter, it's the Vernon Wells. If you want to pa follow Paul, it's real Paul Logan on Twitter. The name of the movie is The Horde. You can get it everywhere. Um, not in theaters. Not in theaters. So don't go, bust my chops. But you go to the Horde movie. Is it the HordeMovie.com? <laughs> yes. And Horde I'll, movie. Horde movie. Write that. Memorize that. The Horde movie has a Twitter, which is at the Horde. Is it at the Horde movie? Yeah, at the Horde movie. Huh? Follow them on Twitter, too. They're really cool. And um, Before we go, I have to do something for my girls out uh, there. They need him to lift his shirt up. No, I no, no. Not, not even that. Listen, we have, we have over... 20, how many million followers? Four million we have 4 million watches. So right now, your tits are going to be on 4 million people's eyeballs. <laughs> um, listen, I do this all the time. 
what do you look for in a girl? Bl uh, blonde, brunette, stacked, short, tall, fat, good cook, who cares, as long as she's a good lay. What is it you're looking for in a girl? So the women out there w will know when they see you what to do, <laughs> besides throw their panties in your face. Um, hair color really doesn't matter to me. Uh, my favorite body part of a woman eyes. I love eyes. The shape, they're just, I, women's eyes just wreck me. Uh, someone with great eyes. But I also like someone who takes care of themselves, a good body, you know, someone who's toned. And also, all that's great, but if, if I can't talk to them and, you know, have a conversation, if they're dumb as a box of rocks, that gets old real quick. That's and someone right. that can put up with my New York sarcasm, I'm a New Yorker born and raised, so sarcasm, you know, is kind of bred into us. I so, heard you I, have, I love I it. Sarcastic, uh, you know, delivery in pretty much anything I do. So um, that, that's kind of, they have to be able to, you know, deal with that with me and my uh, Batman fetish. <laughs> How, how old are you, if you don't mind giving your age? Oh, that's one of those trick questions at 42. 42. Yeah, see, I'm 51 again. Or 50 again. <laughs> I've been 50 now for like 20 years, I 26. think. 26. How many years I've been? 26. Tw for 26 years, I've been 50. Works. <laughs> you like, you know, you, you could copy. No, only because I have, a, I have a beautiful girl for you. She looks like a tween, between, between Michelle Pfeiffer and uh, Lisa... Uh, Anyway, the Italian actress, whatever. It's my daughter, Leslie. <laughs> Go on Facebook. Look for Leslie Serego, S-A-R-E-G-O. She hates that when you try to pimp her out. I don't give out. a shit. <laughs> it's time she gets married. She's 30-something. It's time she gets married. Green eyes, gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She was first runner-up in Miss America Eastern Division. She was Power's most top model, most pow most powerful model. That was the year right after Halle Berry won it. Or yeah, something. yeah. My daughter is gorgeous. Not to mention she's Italian. She cooks. She loves. And he can't she, eat. <laughs> no, but she cooks health food. You see that shit she cooks? It smells horrible. And herbs and bodies. I don't know what the fuck she's got going. Green things that so, get wait, sort wait, of explode. So wait, wait, you gotta ask Vernon though. So before you got married, what no, kind no, of we can't do that. Vernon's married. We can't do that. Vernon's finished. We gotta give him a question. He's not finished. No, he's not gonna get a, his wife will beat the shit out of you. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> we, we, we can ask you that question. What no, kind of, no, of course you can. Okay, and go and ahead. Your wife's not going to get pissed off. No. Yes. Wait, he's no, gonna, basically, gonna my wife is what I really, and unlike Paul, intelligence is is my my big come on. I lo I love being able to talk to women who have a brain, um, and they can talk back to you. And um, I like people, regardless male or female. I like people that are driven, like. My wife has this amazing company worldwide now, um, all you through her own efforts. So, teasing us with the company. You want to give what us a it? you want to give it a plug? Give it a website. Oh, it's called Keystrokes. It's uh, they do a lot of. Um, uh, it's all based on the internet, doing uh, a lot of stuff for the uh, entertainment industry and also for the government. We uh, do stuff that I can't really talk about at times. But I like that. But as for women, my, my ideal women is really simple. It's uh, tall, blonde, large breasts, uh, and uh, is dumb. She can't say a word, so that uh, it has to be yes. So, you know. Stab sex 18 hours a day. No, he does. <laughs> You almost did the description perfect, Vernon. You screwed up on the description. It's tall, blonde, blue-eyed, big-breast, tight pussy. You got to do that. Because all of that with the valley of death is no good. With the valley of no return, ain't no fun. Grace. Oh, Grace, come here. Right. Grace, they want you to come here. Quick. Go out with these chicks with the valley of no return. Grace, they want you to come here. 
Hey, hello, Grace, hello, come on hello. real quick. Come on, Grace. We want to see you, Grace. We're going to say hi. We're going to give your company a plug. I apologize, Grace. Oh, no, wait. This jerk next to me. Hey, Grace. Look at her. Grace, how, how are, are you? you? You look intelligent. You're beautiful and intelligent looking. So, Grace, what's, the, what's, what's your website for your big company so we can let 4 million people know what your company is? Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's Keystrokes. So you could go to www.keystrokesbsc.com. Perfect. Do, do it again, honey, because we got stupid people out there. Keystrokes.bsc.com. <laughs> yes. www.keystrokesbsc.com. There you go. Now, what happens if we do that? Do we get, like, interrogated by the CIA or get blown <laughs> up or something? Yeah, of course. No. <laughs> we do uh, transcription, translation, and subtitling services. Okay. And now we're starting to do voiceovers. And that's what I'm running out there to figure out. Get all that together right now. So. Oh, cool. Well, I have an audio company very that bright. we do audio books for books and put them out. So, like, if you run across any, like, books that need to get done or any voiceover actors, we have a lot of that going on. Check it out. It's BeaconAudioBooks.com. And Beacon is really a strong we're, one. We're dope. Yeah, we're cool. All right. I'm so sad. So, Grace, it was very yeah. nice meeting you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You guys look very cute together. Mm -hmm. Oh, very, thank you. She's very young. Uh, she's very yeah, young. Well, she's younger than I am. I told you I, I married a baby. I didn't need another one. That's, what you have That's cool. Do. She likes DILFs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dude, that's awesome. Hey, well, you got to go for it, dude. Way to go. Congratulations. So, so all right, everybody. So, um, we want everybody to check out The Horde. Um, Is that Paul? Go to thehordemovie.com. That's Paul when he was on Days of Our Lives. Wow. Look at you. You're a baby on Days of Our Lives. You have blue eyes and black hair. Sexy. Just like me. I have black hair. Oh, wait. Okay. Hold on. And, all right, I everybody in the chat room, listen up. We're going to have Paul. He's going to lift his shirt up now. Lift it real hot. I'll cover your face real quick. Let's just see some abs. Um, and, and then the, everybody will be digging it. There you go, oh. everybody. Oh, yes, everybody. All right. Hey, Looks Ginger, like me. Okay, okay folks, this is an announcement. It's <laughs> bullshit. That's not his body. They put his head on fucking body. Put my head back on there, <laughs> god damn it. Put that, my head back on my is, body. Oh, look at the cute doggy. That is. What's the dog's name? Bats was, Bats was in the movie. It's my, my, my dog, Bats. He was, he was actually in the hoy. He had a cameo. He worked for chicken. It's awesome. So, you guys, congratulations on the horde. We want to thank you guys so much. You don't have to put it back on. You can leave it off. Oh, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> chat is having chat a nervous like, breakdown. It's, it's like they're shorting out their computers I'm, right now I'm from trying. the wetness. No, vibrators are, ex <laughs> vibrators are exploding. All over the world. Dildo, they're laughing, though. Dildos, they're having a very good time. are melting. I mean, it's terrible. All right. it's, it's all fake. I had an ice cube tray implanted. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so Paul, Vernon, you're terrific, Vernon. Vernon you're we a gentleman. Thank you both for coming on. Thank you. Guy. Anytime you guys have anything to promote, we'd love yes. to promote it. We love having thank you guys. You so on. much. Add us on Twitter. Uh, tag me on the end of Twitter. I'll retweet it to everybody. We want to thank you guys for coming on the show. We hope the movie sells millions and millions of downloads. Yes, and good luck will. with the uh, film. I got news for you. It's a damn good movie, just from the trailer. Oh, thank you. Uh, one thing. Yeah. You were talking about your, your books. I, I might as well put a plug in. I do a lot of voiceover in case you're ever looking for someone. There you go. Okay, I'll contact you. I've got your email now. He does. So he does look for voiceover. All right, you guys. People. So everybody go see The Horde. Vernon and Paul, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We also want to thank uh, Clint Morris from October Coast and Publishing for setting this whole thing up. So thank you, Clint. And uh, they're a great publicist. And you guys have a great weekend. Good luck on your new film and good luck on The Horde, you guys. Thanks so much. And, Paul, I'll see you on my Facebook page. Absolutely. Reach out. Thank you so much. Later, fellas. Bye-bye. Much appreciated.
Good, uh-huh. good show, boys. A good show. Thank You'll you. see it on Roku TV in a couple of weeks. Days. Bye bye. Uh, right, thank you. They're editing that fast. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much. Isn't that? Yeah. Wasn't that cool? How about that? I hope everybody in the chat room enjoyed that, and everybody I liked enjoyed. It. it was a funny show. I left. It was very, very fun. So we gotta gotta enjoy it. All right, you guys. So you can hear the Jimmy. And Star and show. you know what? And I didn't curse once. I'm so proud of myself. You still you got, got time to catch up. You can hear the Jimmy Star Show on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Audio Boom, Spreaker, Podomatic, Apple TV, Stitcher, iTunes, and on television, we're on Roku and YouTube. We're also on uh, K4HD Radio in LA and WROM Radio in Detroit. And uh, I the other ones. Oh, what happened? We lost, we lost Chad, I think. What happened, Chad? You didn't lose me. I'm still oh. here was them going out okay sorry about that everybody we're all over the place yeah we're all over the place just google jimmy star show it comes up all over the place we also want to give a shout out to uh sharon leah who joined us in the chat room during sharon the interview. Le- wait hang on sharon leah my sweet my love she says you look great in the white shirt thank you honey. Out the white and your, your hair. tits looked fabulous on facebook last week my Woo! gut getting bigger and bigger <laughs> but uh, my sweetie pie i'm with you all the time i think of you a lot and i pray for you a lot my baby so, Sharon, kisses to you, my sweet. I'm, I'm in your corner, honey. Bye. And uh, everybody in the chat room, it was fun, but we still got 10 minutes to go. So what we're going to do, because oh, I, I have one more song I need us to Oh, play. I could sing. I could dance. You can sing afterwards. <laughs> I could take off my shirt. What we're going to do is actually for Ron, Chad, let's play, let's play Paris Tune uh, Reflections of a Disco Ball. I haven't mm-hmm. heard it. Because he hasn't heard it lately. We've been away. I didn't have my car with me. And, uh, and then we'll... Uh, uh, and then we'll see How's what we're talking about. How's that record doing? Good. Is it making any money? Is it popular? Sure, it's is good. it good? Is it because it's a great record? Yes, it is. So hey, hey, Chad, you got that one ready? Let's do it. All right, everybody. Here's reflections of a disco ooh, ball ooh. by Paris Tune and Tanya Tiet. <laughs> There will be 
nice little strip show there. Yes, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> strip show. He doesn't even have his headphones on because he's trying to put his shirt back right. on. <laughs> I feel like I should be throwing ones. You got to love it. What are you going to do? <laughs> See, he's got a body just like Paul Logan. Just like him. Just like it. Look at that. Whoa. Sexy. Gotta love it. Sexy, sexy. So, and you're right. He is the crazy, outrageous man about town. Mad about town? No, man about town. Yeah, yeah, go. She loved it, too. Even the goddess said she loved it. So he can't get his shirt back on. Just sit there without your shirt, then. There's only a few more minutes left to go anyway. <laughs> Put your headphones on. I'm too modest. They're like, yeah. holy crap. They're all saying, holy crap in the chat room. But, but seriously, 76 years old, not such a terrible body. And I could it's still fantastic. shimmy. It's fantastic. You got to love it. So you guys, too, listen, make sure you go to deals.jimmystarshow.com. That's the Jimmy Star Show deal website. There's all kinds of cool products and things you can buy. And they're like 50 and 60% off regular prices. Um, it's really cool. And if you've got some kind of business and you want to have your own deal store, there's a place where you can go and become like an affiliate. So check it out. It's deals.jimmystarshow.com. Um, Chad, what do you got going on this weekend? Oh, let's see. I think we only got two gigs this weekend. We're at Ruba Cafe on the beach in Fort Lauderdale from uh, 9 to 1. And then we're in Lantana at Anchor Inn from 7 to 10. And then we got the rest of the weekend off. So looking forward to that. You don't get that very often, do you? No, sir. Not usually. Nice. Where, where are you fun. booked for 4th of July? Um, at the Banana Boat. It's uh, That is, you take, uh, what would you do with that? You take Boynton Beach Boulevard to You Can't Go Anymore. And that's right there with two Georgias and Banana Boat looking at each other. Start booking your Fourth of July because people are desperate. They don't know where to go. Everybody's like, "Where are we going? Where are we going?" Stupid. Find a place and everybody go. There you go. So now tell them the banana. Go to the banana boat to hear some great music. Yeah, if you're in West Palm, do it. Chad and Heather. Cheddar. Oh, I like that cheddar. 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 Cheddar that's God, cute. I love it. That's cute. Yeah, that's I cute. think that's really So how cute bad too. did my body look on that screen? It looked disgusting. It looked like I don't know why. You look pretty good when you tighten up. When I tighten up, right? When I, when, yeah. yeah, not bad. But uh, yeah, for your age, that's a pretty good body, Ronnie. I should lift weights. Sure. Why not? Well, actually, I should hire somebody to lift them for me <laughs> so I don't get exhausted. That's a good idea. Right? We also want to give a shout out to Carnell from Twin Radio, who's in the chat room right now. <clears throat> Twin Radio is an awesome radio station. They play a lot of great music, so you guys should check them out on Blog Talk Radio. And they're at Twin Radio. Maybe at Twin Radio 1 or something on Twitter, so check it all out. How come we ran long? We didn't run long. Could have kept the boys on. They weren't looking to go. I know, but it was like uh, I had other things to do. Like what? I had to play music, and I have to. I had to tell some things about the deal shop on the Jimmy Star Show yeah, shop. Yeah, so we did that. We're still overtime. No, we don't. We have two minutes. Like two oh, minutes. two minutes. I shall like sing nothing. for you. Oh, everybody Hang want. on, too, though. Next week, you guys, we have Joya Bruna from Expose. Everybody right. knows Joya The Bruna. voice of voices. We love her. She's a friend of ours. She's a sweetie pie. She's a, an Italian from Jersey. And she's as good-hearted and as loving and as adorable as could be. And you're going to hear a lot of schmoozy stuff. So if you vomit from all that kissy shit, then don't watch our show. Also, you guys, too, Expose is re-releasing Let Me Be The One. It's a, it's a new uh, new mix of the single. Uh, it was a number one hit all around the world. And Joya sings the lead vocals for Expose on that particular song. So we're going to be playing that plus some of our other music. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. So we want to make sure everybody tunes in next week and follow at Joya Bruno EXP. And by the way i was correct it's at twin radio with a number one after it everybody should follow them on twitter coolest guys ever so please follow at twin radio one follow at lady lake music at lady lake jen 
at underscore goddess with three ones after it, at Sharon Leah, at Jimmy Star Show, at Ron Russell Show, and at Dr. Jimmy Star, and at Irish Ginger OFFI. There you go. Look at that. Sharon, where are you playing now? Uh, type it fast, honey, before we go off. I don't know, enough time. We have two minutes, so she type, it type it quick it before there. we go off. Go fast. She's playing at McStew's on Friday. McStew's on Friday in Levittown, Pennsylvania, you guys. So if you're in Levittown, Pennsylvania, anywhere near, go to McStew's. Absolutely. And listen to some good rock and roll. Some real rock and roll. And really, everybody should follow at Lady Lake Music and at Lady Lake Jen. They're the hardest working promoters, uh, actually, probably in the whole business, and they're fantastic. So introduce yourself. Tell them that you heard about them from the Jimmy Star Show and, uh, and start tweeting with them because they're fantastic. Are we off? No. We're still on? We Look how one, long we ran. We My God, I could have done. I could have showed Go gone, gone with the wind with the time. That we Why don't you left. pull your pants down since you took your shirt off? Just pull your pants down and then. Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> wow. Here we wouldn't go. That, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> yeah, if I could. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you have. Never, never, never. Or tried never, knowing never. the pervert that you are. <laughs> yeah, I am. I married a pervert. I'm going to have him fixed. When <laughs> yeah. I have the brandy fixed, I'm going to have Jimmy fixed. That's too. right. Two we birds, one stone. Tuning in. Um, Chad, we're done, right? Uh, it's up to you. This is your show, baby. Oh, okay, well, I have 450 on my clock. So, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. Check out the Horde. Follow all of us on social media. Everybody in the chat room, thank you so much for joining us. Next week, we have Expose's Joya Bruno. We'll see you then, and have a great weekend, everybody.